The following is a sermon that was preached at Faith Lutheran Church in Sharpsburg, Georgia. For more information about our church or to hear past sermons from Faith Lutheran, visit georgiafaith.com. Thank you for listening. We pick up our passion reading late on Thursday night of Holy Week. Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane praying to his father. His disciples were a little ways off. And then suddenly a mob of soldiers comes to Jesus to arrest him. His disciples who are sleeping spring to action. Peter draws his sword ready to defend his savior. Jesus tells him to put it away. His time has come. And so he gives himself up to the crowd. The disciples flee. And the crowd takes Jesus to the house of the high priest in Jerusalem to be tried solely on religious matters. Meanwhile, Peter follows at a distance, watching, waiting, wanting to know what will happen to his Savior. And it's outside the house of the high priest in the courtyard near the fire. Peter makes himself comfortable. And in the firelight, in the cool Jerusalem evening, people start to recognize him. They see his face. They, they think they saw him with Jesus. And his thick Galilean accent gives him away. He must be a disciple of Jesus of Galilee. And so they ask him, weren't you with Jesus? Yeah, weren't you one of his disciples? I saw you with him. And Peter is terrified. Peter's afraid of what will happen if these people realize that he's associated with Jesus. And so he denies it. He swears that he never even knew Jesus. Not once, Not twice, but three times. And on the third time, the rooster crowed, and Peter remembered Jesus' words. Jesus predicted this would all happen, and it did, just as he said. And if that weren't enough, Peter looked up at that moment, and he saw Jesus passing by, being led away by the guards. Peter realized what he had done. And he went out and wept bitterly. For Peter, everything happened so quickly, didn't it? And he never intended for any of this to happen. You know, Peter had many shining moments as one of the disciples. Earlier, he had confessed, he had made a bold, beautiful confession that Jesus was the Christ, the Son of the living God, And even earlier that evening, Peter had said around the dinner table that he would follow Jesus to prison and to death, even if every last one of the disciples there denied him, Peter wouldn't. But Peter was strong one moment and weak the next. Just that evening, Peter had let Jesus down multiple times, He had fallen asleep in the garden when Jesus asked him to stay awake. He had denied his Savior several times. He was strong one moment 
and week the next. But isn't that really how sin shows up in our lives too? We never mean for it to happen. We promise we won't do it and it's the very thing we end up doing. One moment we're strong like Peter, we, we feel like our faith can move mountains. We promise that like Peter, we could follow Jesus to prison and to death too. But we're strong one moment and weak the next. You and I, we're just like Peter too. And what are we to make of that look, that look from Jesus as he was passing by? You know, sometimes a look from someone can tell you more than words. It can tell you everything you need to know. So what did Jesus mean to say to Peter when he looked at his disciple that night? Well, we can learn two important things from Jesus' look. And the first is that sin is serious. When Adam and Eve first brought sin into the world by eating from the tree, it ushered in death and decay, and God looked at that sin, and he decided something had to be done about it. And so he sent his son to pay the price, the high price that sin had set for his people. And in this Lenten season, as we walk to the cross with our Savior, it, it's important for us to come face to face with the seriousness of sin. It's important for us to grasp and understand just what it cost the Son of God. He had to become one of us, walk this earth, and die on a tree in our place. And this all hits Peter like a tidal wave when he realizes what he's done. When he looks at Jesus, he realizes that there's nowhere he can hide from what he's done. Nowhere to hide from his sin. So he goes outside and weeps bitterly. And you know, if there was ever a moment in Peter's life where he felt like he was most alone and at his lowest, this must have been it, right? And you and I, we, we know what it's like to let people down, to go back on our word. And so Peter's tears become our tears as we realize what we've done too. But Jesus, look, it was important for another reason too. When Jesus looked at Peter, it also said that our Savior is serious. He has a love that is serious. And Jesus was serious when he told his disciples that he would go to the cross, he would lay down his life, and three days later he would take it up again and rise from the dead. And so in this season of Lent, it, it's good for us to hold Jesus' gaze for a moment too. Because we see that he has love for people who are just like Peter. And so he kept going to the cross. You know, that night, Peter tried so hard. He tried so hard to cover up his identity. He didn't want anyone to realize who he really was, a Galilean and a disciple of Jesus. But as Jesus looked at his disciple, he saw Peter's true identity, a sheep, a sheep who had strayed, a sheep who needed his shepherd. And that's exactly what the good shepherd came to do.
He came to walk this road of suffering for Peter and for everyone like Peter. And so Jesus took his eyes off of Peter and he focused on the cross. And what happened to Peter that night? Well, we know that Peter was forgiven. We know Peter was restored, reinstated by Jesus himself. And Peter became, he would go on to become a a great leader in the church who would one day die for confessing faith in the Savior that he had once denied. Peter was forgiven. And Peter wasn't just forgiven because of his tears, but because Jesus kept going that night. Because Jesus walked his path to the cross, he willingly endured suffering and beating at the hands of the guards. He was insulted and mocked. He didn't retaliate. He stood before a court on trial before the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, but he didn't open his mouth. He willingly accepted it all because this was the good shepherd's plan to save his sheep. And so, if you ever feel like you're at your lowest, if you ever feel like Peter did that night, that you've done something that no one could forgive, and maybe it's something you haven't forgiven yourself for, look to the cross. Look to the cross because that's where our guilt ends and our forgiveness begins. In this Lent season, Jesus assures you your sin is paid for. There is no sin that is too great for our Savior's sacrifice. Jesus leaves us with a promise. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. It's a promise for people who are just like Peter. Because we're more like Peter than we may realize. But there was grace for Peter. And there is grace for you too. God grant that grace in our lives. Amen.